0: Hello and welcome to another episode of On The Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, Director of Sales for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from The Bona Training. All right, Rob, we're going to talk about a new product today. Oh, wait, what a guest we have today. Yes, we do. Uh, We have Zach Clavin. I don't care what he says his name is. We have Zach Zach Clavin on the show today. And um, Zach, I'll have you introduce yourself. Um. You've been with Bona quite some time now, and you were in, uh, I know you were in, I believe you were in tech and training. I know you used to, you used to do classes. Uh, I actually w- attended one of your classes when I, years and years ago, 10 years ago. So introduce yourself and kind of what you do for Bona.
1: And I, Wayne, thank you for that introduction. I just wanted to point out, this is our Vegas school that we oh. were in. You see that young Wayne right there to the bottom?
0: Oh, I'll be darned. Oh, man. Look memories. at this.
2: Look at that. I, I haven't aged a bit. I just stumbled
1: upon it today, so. Are uh, you funny?
2: Make sure that Wayne signs that for you.
1: I will. Sure. I will. But yeah. yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, Mister um, yeah. Claven to you, Wayne. But uh, my name yeah. is Zach. Yeah. Zach Claven um, with the product management team, uh, professional side of the business, and as Wayne mentioned, I mean this is this will be year number twenty uh, with Bona. And over those years, I mean, I think a, a big chunk of it was with the uh, training team um, uh, for years. And then before that was a little bit of a QC with the lab and working in production and warehouse and, and a little bit of everything. So um, but I've been with the product management team for probably the last seven or eight years, uh, which is which has really been fun to, to be able to work with products, especially after all the training years and working closely with Contractors like your guys, um, both internally at Bona and our customer base and and being able to see the the passion out there for wood floors and stuff and and being able to play take a part in, and bring in new products to to market to help to help innovate the industry a little bit.
0: It's not possible that you've been with Bona twenty years.
1: Is that right? It's not possible
0: I mean it's I can't even hardly
2: believe that.
1: Two thousand and four, man really. Wow,
0: you know it's.
2: Would you start when you were ten?
1: How old are you think? I guess uh, yeah. I mean, what do you? <laughs> could could you make forty under forty? I did. You want me to pull up those clippings too? Hey, listen. We don't. We don't.
0: We oh. li- we don't like the shelf. We don't nice. like the the
2: the the. the when did you make forty under forty?
1: Uh, four or five years ago, when I was. I nominated him. 39. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, I don't know, you but... <laughs>
2: didn't nominate anybody. You just picked up a phone. You Please. just picked up the phone and pointed your guy. magic finger. This is this him. This is the... the guy. That's yeah. him. Yeah, that's him. I, 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 t- I tell you what, first of all, Zach is
0: a good looking dude. I mean, let's be honest. I, I He's a good looking dude, Rob, right? And you don't look like you've aged. You look like you're like 20 years old. I can't believe you've been a bone in 20 years. And I would love to have a deep voice like you got, man. I got a voice. I got a horrible voice. Let's just be honest about it. I got a horrible voice, but you got a good voice, man.
1: Good uh, podcast voice.
0: Yeah, really good,
1: man. It's coming. This is this uh, nice mic I got here.
0: Really, maybe that's what it is. Is this part of the replacement thing that you've been doing? I'm, I'm, that's what was going through my mind. <laughs> yeah, you, you that's got an what hour. You, you got an hour a week yeah. that you can spare.
1: Yeah, yeah. let's do it. You're,
0: you're a natural.
1: Yeah, let's, let's uh it. <laughs> Let's Take this up a notch, man Go real Hollywood (laughs) And I'm lying It's not 20 years Uh, until November So we got some time
2: I'll send you my bell Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that'd be fun If you could turn your bell Your bell in, Rob
1: Retire Hand it down Next generation There you go
0: (laughs) Okay Um, What do you want to talk about, Rob? Valentine's Day
1: Good. I was gonna ask you guys, what'd you do? I um, killed it. I <laughs> I killed it this year. Yeah. I
2: listen. I'm on a freaking roll. Okay, I'm on a roll with her. Christmas killed it. Almost. She almost had tears in her eyes when she opened up her Christmas gift. Okay. Gold necklace with a gold heart with two birthstones in there one was hers and one was mine I had a special Uh, made oh yeah oh yeah killed it okay Okay. can I now uh, oh I'm not done okay valentine's day she had her favorite plate broken years and years ago it's an antique milk glass whatever I found one gave it to her valentine's day and Candlelit dinner. I made her her favorite meal, mm-hmm.
1: short ribs.
2: Okay, I killed it, shot. man. Keep Kill, going yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. what I did. Can All you right. keep
1: that up? Is that sustainable? Can you? Absolutely.
0: All right. <laughs> you talk, what are you talking about, Brett or uh, Zach?
1: Zach, <laughs> i saying whatever. he's on a roll. I mean, we're only talking a difference of like two or three months. So,
2: I got Mother's Day coming up. And I'm um. going to kill it again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't oh, miss now. Okay. Can I, I be the, can I, can I, can
0: I, um, that's very sweet. You sound like a really sweet guy.
2: The would sweetest you be the, baby.
0: Yeah. I don't know anybody sweetier than me. Would you be the same guy that yelled at her for buying a generator? Uh, that was a stupid purchase that she shouldn't have done it and made her belittle her for buying it. Would you be the same guy that when the kids was, when the grandkids was making a little bit of noise, you screamed, Hey, get her out of here. I'm on a podcast. Would you be that same guy?
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. I just want to, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Just yeah. checking. Look, I, I never said I was perfect. Okay. I, I never All said right. I was perfect. I'm on a roll. Uh, listen, my okay? wife, if my wife listens I'm to this podcast.
0: And she didn't get those nice Valentine's day gifts. I go, look, see how on the other hand yelled at her about the gender. I would never do that to you. Honey. And and let's promise each other right now that we'll never be like
2: that. <laughs> well, listen. Well who, who bought the generator? Wait, wait, wait. wait. I didn't His wife yell did. at her. Okay. I didn't yell at her. Oh, so I, 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 I spoke I spoke aggravated, but mm. I'm not gonna yell at her. That's that's being a bully. Can, Dude, you hear the, can you hear her screaming in the back? Oh, I think we all can hear her screaming in the can back. Can you hear that? Yeah, hey are you, are you kidding? This is Give her some candy or something. Are you a daycare? Wayne is pissed. No, that's just one kid. Wow. It's amazing. She gets crazy sometimes. Wow. But yeah. I was, I yelled at her. I, I didn't yell. I was wow. speaking in an aggravated tone. Listen, you don't have to apologize. I'm not the one you need to apologize to. And the reason I yelled at her when the, we were doing the podcast was so she could hear me.
1: Oh, I know. Because the kid was screaming so loud. I had to yeah. yell totally understand yeah, i get it yeah, yeah.
0: so i was a uh, uh valentine's day's accent you asked valentine's day i went into a restaurant i i was gonna meet my wife there believe me it was no big deal because i was coming back from a trip and there was n- no place you'd really take your wife for valentine's day but i got there and uh i was about, about 15 minutes before my wife did and the waitress came in she's a young kid and she goes I'm sitting there and I sat down I I kind of felt self-conscious self because the place was packed and they were probably there for Valentine's Day and I sat by myself and she sat me down and she goes, so how's your Valentine's Day going? I go, you ask me that because I'm sitting here by myself? She goes, oh. <laughs> Poor
1: kid. Oh man.
0: But then I asked, I asked, I said to the to the bartender. I said, listen, I, 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 first of all, I got no sense of direction. Everybody who knows me knows that about me. I have no sense of direction. I had 2% left on my phone and I didn't have my charger with me. It was unusual, but it is what it is. So I said, hey, would you mind charging this phone for me? Do you have an iPhone charger? She goes, sure. But she, I, she seemed like she was a bit annoyed, right? So I gave her 10 bucks to, to, to charge the phone. I left an hour later. I get in my truck and the charger's at 2% again she didn't even charge my phone I want to go back in and go eh, I gave you that 10 bucks for charging my phone well it didn't really charge so
2: you're gonna ask I, for it back, you're
0: trying my, it back. My, my 10 bucks back all right what'd you do Zach
1: <clears throat> oh man I mean nothing I I shouldn't have even brought up this holiday I, I got my wife a book you know and I don't even think she knows how to read books anymore it's all audio books and podcasts probably listening to people like you guys out there all day long but i what was it product management for dummies that book yeah yeah tell her a little bit about her husband yeah (laughs) how to to talk to me how to understand me now we just we did i got her book and we just hung out at home ordered some chinese and in bed by eight pretty well uh, when you
2: guys need ideas just give me a call Okay, I, because I think so. like I said, man, I'm cocky. I'm on a roll. I got this. I got it. I got it figured out. I mean, 40 I made years, a ring married. I finally got it after 40 years
1: in high school. I made a ring for a girlfriend that had the same thing. Her, her gemstone mine. But I had the, the, the month that we started hanging out in the middle. Oh, so I had three. Nice. So how'd she like year? that? How'd she like I don't it? know. That was 30 years ago. That was a long time ago, but I, in, I think was it went high over school? well yeah it was <laughs> high school Rob it wasn't it wasn't just a few years ago <laughs>
2: that's what <laughs> you, <got> you. <laughs> that's well, how few girls I've dated I remember my high school I can yeah. tell you her phone number oh boy hmm. well
0: I'll, I'll have you know that um the uh Valentine's Day is the fifth most expensive holiday in America and uh, a lot of people say we well, just want to have a low-key Valentine's Day but despite that uh it's one of the f- Fifth most expensive. The average is uh, people spend 162 dollars on the average per person, and um, I'm well under that bar. And Mother's Day, Mother's Day is the next one. They spend 196 dollars on Mother's Day. Back to school shopping, 697 dollars, and the last one is as uh, uh, I see uh, back to college shopping is 977 dollars, and over the winter holidays they spend 1048
2: so there you go there's my little amazing t-shirt. how you can rattle these numbers right off the top of your oh, head. It's just, you're, it's you're unbelievable it's crazy Wealth isn't it? knowledge all right well let's talk about what you guys got
0: going on enough about me are you sure yeah i'm
2: done okay <laughs> so did you i didn't hear it did you get her what did you get her for valentine's day nothing no oh, just the Listen, dinner in the in the crappy restaurant okay
0: I know what it sounds like did she ever show up like. yeah she showed up yeah okay good. <laughs> yeah. um but I'm on the road I was on the road I was on the road I mean you know so so this Saturday you know I'll be I'm home we'll go out Saturday we'll go for a drive we'll do something nice so you know you just pick it. listen I don't let Hallmark d- 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 dictate my life okay I do things on my schedule
2: and I'm very <laughs> yeah. romantic by the way she's I a really lucky am. gal i'll tell you what she is yeah. a lucky gal
0: I'll tell you let me yell at her for buying a generator uh, <laughs> all right what do you got going on
2: who we talking to i i don't know
0: well for heaven's sake one of you guys gotta 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 jump up and uh bonanet abrasive
1: baby okay Let's go whoop whoop are you guys ready yeah, we're ready. Yeah. We're, guys ready we don't this?
2: stop rolling. Minutes count with this. So do you guys
1: know what these are? Do you know what the bona net are? I just yeah. worked with them. I, yeah, I so used that. them
2: last week at a school. Yeah. I'm gonna blow your An mind. Amazing product. All right, everybody. This is why he's here. Let's do it, Zach. bonanette net. Tell us all about it.
1: All right. Uh so the bona nets are a new line of braces we launched about uh, a month ago. I'm working with our partner, Sia, over in Switzerland, um, and it's in the name, NET, um, which you guys can see here. I mean, these are the discs that we've launched. They are a um, a NET kind of structured abrasive, um, and the idea, you know, the basic idea with these abrasives, um, really, they, they come from the, the industries of like woodworking or automotive um, industries where a lot of like power tools are, are used tools that don't necessarily have very good dust containment. They don't have dust skirts on them or anything like that. And so the the structure of these net abrasives allows for airflow just to continuously uh, move mm-hmm. through that abrasive, which picks up dust um, irrelevant of the whole pattern that's on those uh, power tools and stuff or anything like that. So that's, that's kind of where, they started. Um, but then as they kind of grew in popularity, we started looking at them for like our industry, but not just for power tools and hand sanding and things like that, but how could we incorporate these onto some of the bigger machines like our, our power drive or the, you know, with the, with the multi-disc on the flexi sand, um, because the braces have to be built a little bit differently. Um, when you're putting them under such, Heat and pressure and stress like that, they gotta they gotta be able to hold up to that and, and do things, refracture and things like that. So, um, working with SIA, we kind of took that technology and you know improved on some of the, you know the backing, making a little more durable um, and whatnot, and working with a, a couple of different uh, mineral makeups with these abrasives. So we have two lineups. We have a and uh, a ceramic version. Which we know ceramic is being a very tough, durable, and sharp abrasive grain out there, and then we have uh, aluminum oxide, which um, generally is an extremely sharp, great, great abrasive for really final sanding on the floor. Um, so we have both of those grains in a in a, a various assortment of grits in and between five and, and six inch. Um, so number one, dust pickup exceptional with these doesn't matter on the whole um on on different power tools um but the other thing and i think this is the probably the biggest part of the net abrasives is how good they are at at being productive at removing coarse scratches from your previous grit so we know at bona we have a lot of really good coarse abrasives whether it's the the green assortment or our blue assortment um and their contractors love them. They're great at flattening the floor, removing stain, finish, all that stuff. But then there's the you know transitioning to your finer grits, and where the nets really excel is being productive at removing those grits, but also leaving the floor with like a nice fine scratch pattern to it. So it's kind of taking out that that middle that middle grit, and it's allowing you to trans you know. Uh, uh, move over to the fine grits without having to step down from different, uh, different types of abrasives as much.
0: Yeah. They're, they're, they're like super aggressive, but you almost don't like to use that word. Do you?
1: I use productive. And like I said, like aggressive to me is, is productive, but also leaving the floor, looking a little bit beat up, chewed up, you know, really, really uh, big scratches, pronounced scratches, that's why I use productive because they are productive. They remove a good amount of stock removal, you know, just wood from the floor, but they don't have like that nasty scratch. I mean, they just, they leave it almost ready for stain sealer. And and that's why I say they're, they're like, they're like magic. And in a big part of introducing these is, you know, with our abrasive assortment today, you know, we have our green, our blue, our black, our diamond. Now we have net. So we, we have a lot of options out there. And, and up until this point, kind of our sanding system included a lot of these different types. Green, then switch to blue, and then switch to black, which still works and is a great system. Um, but the system's not for everyone. Not everyone wants to keep four or five different abrasives in their assortment. Um, and so this was a way where we could simplify our sanding sequence today and really capitalize on where, you know, our popular like green product that's great at what it does. But now you, we can just offer the nets and the green and net alone can be your, your answer to, to finishing a floor instead of having to incorporate in a, in a bunch of different layers of different abrasives and stuff.
2: I've been blown away by how many contractors in the Northeast are going with green all the way mm-hmm. where, you know, I think when green first came out, it was more of a course to medium and wasn't a fine cut, but I am shocked how many people are, they're going green all the way. And that silica, what was it? Silicon uh, carbide? No, not that one. The ceramic don't have mm-hmm. exactly. the ceramic oh no I'll get it there I'll the, the, you know might I not know. be right away no, I know okay? i hey, not get down that road sooner I know. Or hey listen don't yell at me. I know you're dying for that but to have the ceramic now I'd love uh, the last school I did when it was the first time I had worked with them it was really great to say hey the aluminum oxide is going to pair up with our blue and the green Is going to pair up with the ceramic so Mm -hmm. uh, because I think that was a answer that a lot of people were looking for, who are going with the green all the way you know well now what am I going to finish with and yep. The other thing I noticed about it was uh, they're pretty durable, you know, uh, in the past, you know. um, Products like this, I saw would sometimes wrinkle. You know what I mean? When you're using it, they'll start to wrinkle, and then you're going to get a nasty scratch. Boy, these things just, they're not flimsy. You know what I mean? They're pretty sturdy. I mean, like, when you held it up, yeah, it looks a little flexible, but it's a lot sturdier than you would think.
1: Yeah, and it's got a, you know, it's polyester net backing, so there is no true backing to this like we have on any of our abrasives, which is a really good thing. Not just, like we talked earlier about, where this, the, this technology came from was like power tools and things like that, right? But when we start looking at power drive, multi disk and those types of systems, well obviously you have a, a solid backing behind the nets, right? So there's nowhere for that air to flow through and, and they don't work in that same way when you're running on on, on, uh, on those machines. But the beauty of it being this net structure and not having a backing is dust and clogging materials don't get embedded in there and stuck and then kill your abrasive, which is, you know, when you're sanding filler, which is a huge one um, or just, you know, whatever it may be. That's usually the, the, the killer of your abrasive is things getting clogged in there and then that takes away from the product productivity of that abrasive. So even when you're running on the power drive or something like that, even if you did get a little bit of clogging, you could just peel this off. It all falls out, continue going. So you get a very consistent, you know, uh, scratch throughout the, the life of this abrasive because you're not getting any clogging. And this also extends just the life in general. I mean, you could probably say two to three times, like some of your, your standard abrasives, like you, your black, black abrasives or screens, some of that older technology, easily getting um, a pretty good distance further than that because it just doesn't clog. It's got a good mix of, you know, the minerals on there, keep refracturing, staying sharp, giving you a consistent uh, uh, profile to the floor, which is, which is what we want. You don't want anything dying off prematurely or anything like that. So it's a very good balance of, of features and benefits really with these nets
0: well I'll tell you what I know about them. uh Zach is uh I was in Nashville this week with uh Jeremiah and uh he had a sanding class and uh, they had white oak and he had he had on the power drive they had the 60 grit oh well, actually they had 60 grit green on the power drive okay and as to your point the the the, the green is very aggressive and we'll, we'll leave an aggressive scratch but it's a it's a beast of a sandpaper and uh, so he had 60 grit green with two weights and no pads okay hundred grit net with the same two weights and no pads and virtually left no scratches that blew everybody's mind so much so that on that was day 1 on day 2 and day 3 the guys are still talking about it mm-hmm. um you know if i would say if the scratches were all gone i mean virtually scratch free i mean if you're going to go dark dark stain maybe you could hit it with 120 or whatever you wanted to but my gosh man uh, to to take out green scratches like that with that kind of paper uh, is pretty uh, impressive. Um, and they, um, they sanded heart pine with uh, 100 grit with two weights and no pads and left almost no scratches whatsoever.
1: Actually, the heart pine, I mean, uh, this is uh, years ago now, but we were down with Jeremiah at his, uh, his old RTC. Um, and we had uh, tested these on a, just a small area of uh, antique heart pine. Um, obviously, that's down in your guys in the southeast. At least I know that's a, a pretty popular uh, wood and a in a pain in the butt to sand, right? Because the clogging and stuff. He we probably did, I don't know, like a couple feet long, you know, just linear feet. And we did, I don't know, twelve a foot with black one twenty and a foot with the net one twenty, black clogged in that one foot. I mean, it was just immediately. And the net had nothing. It was like brand new. And we've actually, from some guys that have used it in the field, have had really good testimonials, sanding whole jobs with like heart pine and, and saying this, I mean, saved the day. I mean, you didn't have a, just a stack of abrasives that really didn't even get used. They just clogged. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty impressive what it can do.
2: And that's a huge question out there, too. We, we get that a lot at the schools. What are we using on hard pine? Wow, so this is definitely one of the you, answers for yeah, that. This
1: is it. Sanding filler. We know filler clogs paper. This won't clog. And like I said, if you get any, just take it off. It'll fall out and keep going. I mean, it it doesn't clog like that.
0: What kind of blew me away, uh, Zach, is that... um. to your point I mean you you take a power drive and you put the two weights on it that's a lot of weight on the on them abrasives and it it didn't it doesn't you know overwhelm them I mean they just kept going and Mm -hmm. um uh so I thought all right even if it does take out the green scratches maybe it just won't go very far but they just kept going and going and you take them off and you still they have so much bite to them left I mean really that's a huge advance man in in the system for guys sanding it's amazing
1: been a lot of lot of big changes in the last 10 years a lot of a lot of big changes to a very traditional industry
2: (laughs) one of the questions that you kind of answered for me that i was going to ask was how how much further are they going to go than a screen so you said where they're going to go with screen and black paper what about compared to the diamond
1: so well let's let's separate out some of this. So when we talked about the assortment that we're launching, remember I, I said we have two product lines, ceramic, aluminum oxide. In the ceramic, we're, we're keeping it within the 80 to 120 grit range. And that's really for sanding raw wood. That's for, you know, finishing up your transitioning from your green abrasives and you're finalizing your wood with the ceramic. The aluminum oxide, we have also an 80 to 120 to be teamed up with blue abrasives, like you had mentioned earlier, Rob, but the, we also have aluminum oxide from 150 up to 320. So depending on how we're talking about diamonds, because we sell diamonds predominantly for intercoat abrasion, like over very large surfaces, correct? And then we also have it for raw wood. Um, More more of it is used for intercoat abrasion, and when it comes to those kind of numbers, I would say it's it's probably in the twenty five hundred square feet per set. You know, in comparison to diamonds, which could be five six thousand square feet, so it's it's I would say it's a pretty good kind of in the middle. Um, when it comes to diamonds and then what we could do, let's say with intercoat abrasion with like maroon pads or screens. So pretty good amount. And obviously there's, you know, we, we, we're, we're kind of, we don't like to put out numbers with the braces because there's so many variables um, that play a part there. I mean, honestly, if you're using, let's just say on raw wood, you're using 80 grit diamond on a, on a power drive versus a multi-disc, you're going to get to, pretty big different numbers because of those two different machines. Um, so it depends on the application. Um, on the raw wood, I mean, I would say more two to three times like a screen or a black. Diamond, I don't think it goes as far, nearly as far on raw wood as it does on inner coat abrasion. Um, but I, I think the focus would be more on inner coat in comparison with diamond, that it's, it's about half i would say of what you can get for diamond
2: cuz i'm thinking of the sport world for this stuff hmm? for you know a braiding gyms screening coat and gyms
1: this is so this is and let me huge. explain some other things there because what the diamonds are great for is one distance right and that's why in sport world they're great because they just go and go i mean easily one set you could probably almost do a whole gym that's awesome and where but they also the abrasion that the diamonds is so fine so fine and it, it's really just cleaning the surface it's just it's such a micro level it's just you know abrading it's your adhesion is going to be phenomenal but when you have recoats, let's say a gym that is pretty beat up and stuff and you've got a lot of gouges scratches things where you want a little bit more muscle to blend those together that's the diamonds Because the diamonds are going to have a little bit more bite on the floor when it comes to prepping a a finish coat for a new coat of finish. So when you you need to blend it and kind of, um, you know, massage it a little bit more, the diamonds are going to be better. Sorry, the nets. Diamonds are going to be more just for straight adhesion and and the finest scratch.
2: Well, the other thing we found with the diamonds in the sport world, um, yeah, they worked amazing. You know, we used to just throw – three diamonds on a double stack maroon pad and you'd cut 3000 feet. But mm-hmm. if they got the tiniest bit of a clog, done. they were done, you know, and mm-hmm. if there was anything left, any type of, you know, light residue or anything, that was always a knock is trying to clean those diamonds out. Where are now with this net, like you said, just pop them off and, you know, flick them a couple times and they're mm-hmm. clean this is mm. going to be huge
1: a lot lot guys. easier to, to keep clean and keep moving yeah
0: mm. um I also say that um for hickory and those hard species I mean this is a great solution and it really is I mean when you say it's like a magic eraser it really is I mean it is mind-blowing that it will take out the green scratches because I remember we going from green to blue and then the blue to black to get the and really the it wasn't the blue to black you take scratch you were always trying to get them first scratches out uh, yeah. from the because they're <laughs> aggressive but now to be able to go from green and boom hit to here holy smokes man that's a, that's a that's a really truly really a game changer so yeah
1: definitely changing the you know just from you look back 10 10 years ago with the introduction of like power drive and stuff and how some of these new machines have, have really kind of changed the way floors are being sanded today and and not just the actual process but the the quality of the floors is is that much better the bar's really been raised and and i think this is just another you know compliment to that and a way to to help shorten the time to to prepare a floor still great quality and another huge part of these nets is just the versatility i mean as as any businessman you probably don't want to carry 10 different sizes of abrasives and, and for every different application, but, you know, with, with these nets, you can use them on your power drive. You can use them on your multi-disc. You can use them on your, your Rotex. You can use them with hand sanding. I mean, you, there's a lot of different applications using the same abrasive, which I think will be, um, really popular out there.
2: Yeah. So if we get, um, one side of a maroon pad will buff out 350 feet per side. Now, if I took two of the 320 aluminum oxide nets and put them on a maru pad, how far would I go?
1: For intercoat coat abrasion?
2: For intercoat coat abrasion, on a clean floor that's dry, you know, not gumming up and stuff.
1: I would say about 2,500 to three. Really? Wow. <laughs> Now, again, again, you know, just lots of variables when it comes to these things. But um, based on our testing, when we were, you know, field testing and developing this stuff, that's kind of where we ended up. Um, But obviously, you're 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 abrading all kinds of different products out there with maintenance products on there's a lot of variables, but that's what we saw. So give or take, you know, more or less there.
2: Nice. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. how's our pricing in, on this with a you know compared to a maroon pad a screen diamonds uh
0: you also gotta the, take, take before you give them the price you gotta take in the uh the, the longevity of
2: them too
1: you know oh, you that's and, where and i
2: want to go with that
1: yeah definitely well, i would say when it comes if we're talking intercoat abrasion um and i don't want to get into specific pricing because you know it, it can vary a little bit no i'm there, talking more but,
2: percentage i mean like if you have Two of these nets that will go 2,500 feet Mm -hmm. that would be eight maroon or four, it would be four maroon pads versus two of these nets. That sounds like a huge savings. I can't imagine that the net, two net, is going to be the same price as four
1: the, the moon pads, pads are actually pretty expensive. So that's what I mean. the nets are already a savings just using the nets compared to a, a set of nets compared to the maroon pad. So no matter what to a maroon pad, nets are the way to go.
2: And having it in three twenty is is going be huge,
1: Yeah. And it's consistent powdering. I mean, with you know the moon pad, you instantly dole out you only get that real good powdering kind of right when you put it on the floor. And then it's, then it's kind of dull. And you're looking like, is it still abrading? Is it not? Yeah. This, this yeah. is like, Oh, consistent I'm, you're happy powder. if
2: it's deglossing the floor after 350 yes. feet.
1: Yeah. There's a little bit of crossed fingers in your back pocket too, but with these you'll get consistent powdering. And like I said, you know, because there isn't things really um, hurting this clogging up and stuff like that, it's consistently working so you're not getting that quick doling you're getting consistent doling across the the floor until that dies so visually it's easy i don't i don't have to worry and stress like is it doing its job i can see it's doing its job
0: comes in um five and six inch and from 80 grit to 320 is that correct
1: for the aluminum oxide So uh, again, ceramic is 80 through 120, just in five and six inch, both of those. Um, And then aluminum oxide is 80 grit all the way up to 320 in both five and six inch as well. Okay, beautiful.
0: Yeah. Right on, man. Well, I said at the beginning of this thing, you've been your bone of 20 years. I hope you're staying another 20 years because I tell you what, anytime I know you're working on something, Zach, you're so thorough and so much time goes into it and so much testing goes into it, man. You do a fantastic job for Bona, and, and uh, we're fortunate to have you, man. So uh, this is, ex- yeah, this is very exciting for us. It's a big deal. So, and I know you put your heart and soul into these products, and the time and and development of all these products, man. And it goes miles, and it shows. And uh, and and for a sales team that goes out there and sells it, um, man. Um, and you have a pretty tough crowd here too with us to get past us. <laughs> uh, believe me, oh. uh, I mean. <laughs> um i don't mean just being me rob i mean the whole sales team i mean you know they're a, <laughs> a bunch of guys and um so but we the confidence he always feels me,
2: every time i feel bad for you when you have to do your presentations in front of everybody <laughs> it's like watching the guys step up to the firing squad you know all right you want but, a
0: blindfold <laughs>
2: i'll give you a blindfold in charlotte
0: <laughs> but that that's what you, that's what you want though you you want to challenge each other i mean that's how you get better that's how you get good that's how you don't leave any holes
1: well, you know, you know what I mean? and that's how I've gotten to where I've gotten to bonus because, you know, when I was, was 2004, I was young. I was in my 20s. I was scared out of my mind. And I'm now in front of a crowd of contractors trying to teach them the bone away. That's very intimidating. And so my only defense to that was to learn the products and understand them and be able to, you know, speak to them um, properly. And, and that's I think how I've you know gotten to, to be in product management today and stuff but I'm passionate about these things and, and you know guys like yourselves that are very passionate you got ex-contractors you 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 love the trade and and, and look where you're at now you know able to talk about it weekly um, with various people but it, this industry and why it's so intimidating out there is because, it, it like I said earlier, this is a traditional industry. Things have been the same for a long time in this, in as long as this industry has really been there. It seems like it's been pretty similar. And in when I started at Bona, yeah, we were talking about double side disc hard plating screens. And now, look at what we're talking about. I mean, it is it is starting to really change rapidly and and but sometimes that's what's hard with some of these new products and innovations is we know our customer our crowd is is traditional and so it's tough to incorporate some of these new things that are that you know you're risking your job maybe to try a new product and and that's that can be you know scary you know as a contractor to to test things and try things that that are new but um, I think here at Bona, whether it's internal with new products and having a good team out there to help talk about it, teach it, support it and all that, I mean, we're the, the right ones to do it. And so we'll we'll keep doing what we can and coming up with new ways to to make it a little easier for us.
0: Well, in some ways we're we're lucky on the sales side because uh, you know, we we get the fun job of being out with the contracts and stuff, but you you're doing all the hard work up front. And uh, the, the, the products and the development and the time that goes into these things, man, is crazy to me sometimes. The amount of testing and testing and tests some years, sometimes three years before it'll hit the market. And, uh, oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> and you know, that, that's frustrating for us because we see it, we want it, but you, you won't ever let it go until it's, uh, you guys are happy with it. And and uh, you do a fantastic job for you and all the, 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 the tech and training team, the product management team uh, that nobody gets to see out there and it's, it's it's crazy when you have a guy like you because uh, i remember that class in um i was much older in vegas, uh, vegas yeah i remember it very well and you know i'm an older guy to you at that time in, in, in the back of the class and um i was so impressed with your presentation i wasn't working for money at the time i was a contractor but you were so dialed in and you knew the product so well man and uh and, and it just always resonated with me man i respected that so
1: uh i appreciate, I appreciate yeah,
0: it absolutely so um all right well that's good stuff man uh, right a- anything else uh we need to uh discuss yeah, with this?
2: What, what was the name of the book you got your wife
1: i don't know i just know it had her favorite author on it Kristen hannah or something i don't know yeah you did your job i, sh- I should know that but i don't
2: yeah yeah <laughs> like i said give me a call next holiday. <laughs> yeah. give me a call on the next holiday i'll, I'll right, work with and- you both okay there you go. yeah i, can, I might yeah. start my own podcast just on that there you go I'm, I'm, what love yes <laughs> yes that that's it the oh. rob johnson love podcast there you oh. go that <laughs> yeah. sounds like a winner
1: spinoff a spinoff yes
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah all we right. jumped the shark we jumped the shark a couple years ago on this podcast so yeah <laughs> a little bit all kidding aside though that was really uh, some great information zach thanks a lot this is yeah i i think just using it last week i was like this is gonna be huge this is gonna be big for us yeah no question i'm looking forward yep. to working with it yeah
1: so good to hear thanks for uh having me on
2: you're very welcome
0: All right. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob and Zach. Please stay tuned for another episode.